Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine. Here at the Amanda Seals Show, how's everybody doing? I am your fearless, brave, neighborhood, common sense specialist and comedian, Amanda Seals. And I am joined by your fearless... Talk that talk. Talk that talk, Amanda. Talk that talk. Talk that talk. (laughs) Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) I forgot what you... Oh, your fearless, brave, Florida man. DJ Florida man. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> good morning, yes. Philly. Good morning, Jersey. Good morning, Amanda. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. I don't know why, but I keep having headaches during the night. What do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know. It, it could be a hunger headache. I really think it's a hunger headache, but it's like, what? Am I not eating? I'm eating before I go to bed. I don't know. I'm going to the doctor next week, so pray for me, y'all, because I don't know what that's about. And I think part of it is possibly stop sleeping with a ponytail. That's what I think it is. <laughs> I think it could be. Um, but I, but I want to take this moment to say, let's make sure we take care of our health. It's the end of the year. It's a great time to get in there before you get out of here and make sure you get your blood work done. And, you know, black people particularly, we, we are not necessarily the best at staying up on the medicals of things. And then we'd be like, oh, my God, my foot's about to fall off. <laughs> it's crazy. And it's like, not been acting like that for two years. So I just want to remind everybody that it's the end of the year. So try and get get that stuff off there off your agenda because once the year starts we always forget and we just get going and we hit the ground running. Speaking of hitting the ground running what do we got coming up this hour? Some black urate news. First story is some thieves are stealing from people who don't need nobody stealing from them. Welfare recipients are getting stolen from every single day. Shady. Trash. And thievery on another level because you're just like really guys? That's what you're doing? But it'd be different if they were scamming just the government, but they're scamming the government and the people are taking the L. And we're going to talk about what that means and why the people are taking the L. Stick around. Plus a DoorDash driver, he had enough, or she had enough, I'm sorry, uh, and she had to shut the Popeyes down. Y'all got to understand, you need to stick around <laughs> to find out what she had had enough of in order to blow the whistle or, or <laughs> pop the Popeyes out. And... Uh, <laughs> It wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Cardi B, she has some relationship advice on 50-50 financial relationships. Well, financial decisions, right? In the relationship. Because I I I think the thing is this. We're in a different time. And there isn't a lot of conversation about this new time. I feel like a lot of the relationship conversation and advice we hear is really related to like old-timey patriarchy, uh, gender roles. Mm, That's the word, traditional. So, you know what, Cardi? She's got some words to share, and I think it's worth hearing. We're also going to get to know Mia Nails, all right? We're going to be asking each other a question because we are always sharing our process of getting to know each other. And uh, the question for today is, what is the craziest thing you've spent money on? I know mine. I know mine. Uh, and I would love to hear from you all what yours is. So you can stay connected with us and let us know on all socials at Seal Said It. Or you can give us a call at one 855 8 That's one 855 Wake up. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. The Amanda Seal Show. Yes, yes, y'all. The don't stop. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And I am Nails. It's Taco Tuesday, and it's time to get into some Blackurate news. Now, the first topic, thieves are stealing from welfare recipients. Now, this has been going on for quite some time, but it's on a different level now, Amanda. Are we talking about Brett Favre? No? Oh, wow. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Whom, whom are we speaking of? 
because that's the real thief. I want to keep making sure that we keep top of the conversation. But in this case, uh, what we're talking about is that these are using hidden skimming devices that are targeting benefit cards used by participants of the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP. The electronic thefts have risen so much in recent months that the U.S. Agriculture Department, which funds the program, issued a warning about SNAP skimming in late October. But it's like, what are people supposed to do? Like, I don't know, I mean, how they can really prevent this except not sharing their pins. I mean, they I, I think people are not sharing their pins, but they ask them to change their pins. And, you know, I think um, there aren't any like reinstatement benefits that are happening from the states. So if you get jacked, it's just you're bad. And that's the problem to me. I hate when companies do stuff like this. This is similar to when people skim our cards when we pay for gas at a gas station. That's not our responsibility to have to watch whatever we do when we pay Mm -hmm. the regular way we're supposed to pay. That should be the company. Like, you should have more security around your cards when we buy them. Well, apparently there's a bill to change the regulations uh, that received bipartisan support this week because the regulations say that federal dollars are not an option for reimbursement because of regulations that prohibit federal funds from being used to replace stolen SNAP funds. That's such a specific regulation. And it makes me say like, so y'all know that the people that require the most assistance are the most vulnerable and you made an actual legislation to not support them with federal dollars? Get out of here, man. Hopefully though, this legislation that has bipartisan support will move through and will actually be put in place and people will be able to get at least some recompense if they are the victim of this. But it is a domino effect. And, uh, you know, if your money is stolen this month and you're somebody that requires SNAP benefits to get through the month, then imagine the domino effect that happens when you next month are trying to make up for what you lost last month. So it's a, yep. it's a it really is a, a big issue. And uh, I'm hoping that not only do they update the technology to get rid of these scammers, but that also they update the legislation to be able to support folks who might be subject to these scammers. Now, a DoorDash driver couldn't take it. After going to this Popeye's time and time again, he shuts down the disgusting Detroit Popeye's franchise. This story like makes me itch. So basically, a Detroit Popeye's location was temporarily closed when a DoorDash driver filmed... Are y'all ready? Trigger warning. Roaches crawling over to go orders at the restaurant. Ah! (laughs) Why does it have to be Popeye's, man? I literally just talked about how like we wake up in the morning and we think about Popeye's in the morning. Like imagine if Popeye's decided they wanted to serve breakfast. But then this comes out. She was waiting to pick up orders. And she noticed the bugs crawling over the counter, including on straws. And she said she told the workers, they all back there, they all cleared out. And this is the, the, (laughs) y'all, she had to take these to people. These are door dashes. So... She told the oh. she, she told the news that she had never seen something so crazy. She was disgusted and she just had to put it on blast. So <laughs> there's that. She had to put think it on about, blast. Think about being in her position, Amanda. Like like you you're, you're doing a good you're doing a good service by basically telling them like y'all y'all don't want this food. I literally was there and I saw roaches climbing over it. But if you don't deliver the food, you don't get paid. Right. Now here's the thing though, and I want to point this out. Like restaurants are inspected. You feel me? So the Detroit Health Department actually, apparently because they serve chicken, they're inspected every six months versus once a year and apparently had no prior issues. Now, come on now. Come on now. That. (laughs) We don't believe you. You need more people. That don't make no. (laughs) The roaches didn't just pop out. All right. They didn't just pop out like Diddy with a new baby. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm very curious if anyone would ever patronize this Popeye's again. But the way y'all was fighting each other over Popeye's chicken sandwiches, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Coming up next, Cardi B got some relationship advice for 50-50 financial decisions. Relationship. Mm -hmm. Relationship. That's right. So we're going to talk about all of that and get into the money of things when we come back right here to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up. 
Show waking y'all up on this lovely Tuesday. And uh, this little segment we have called Getting to Know Amanda and Nails. You know, me and Nails just met each other when we started doing this show. So why not get to know each other while y'all get to know us? Now, the days, now today's question is: what's the craziest thing you have ever spent money on? Ooh, yeah. I got a bunch of crazy things I spent money on. Just stupid, idiotic <laughs> stuff. Like just Live dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me some. Give me some. Let me hear. Okay, I'll give you. So one was, uh, it's a thing called a spot popper. It's like a, because um, I'd be watching the pimple popping videos on social oh media. Oh my God. So I actually bought like a, it's like a fake nose and it's got like fake clay in it that makes it feel like you're popping a pimple. <laughs> I found that on Amazon one night. I was just. Do you actually play over. with it? I haven't played with it in a long time. It's been but a while. Is it like I a stress got it. reliever? Yeah, yeah. It's like a little oh. stress ball type of deal and it got a little pimple that you can pop in it or whatever. Hilarious. I got it during the pandemic. I mean, <laughs> listen, pandemic buys don't count because all of us was, if you had even five extra dollars during the pandemic, you was like, what can I spend it on? Um, okay, all right. I once spent $18 on a hamburger in LAX, in the Los Angeles International Airport. And I will never let myself off the hook for that because the burger was not good enough to erase the memory of how much it cost. I was so hungry <laughs> and it was just like, this is it? This is the only option? And I had to do it. And I ate the whole thing because it was like, I got to eat this for the ancestors. Like, I, I, I just can't let this go, but I'll never get over that. And Next. I'm sure the, I should sure the ancestors are really pissed off at you because them hamburgers in the airport do not be seasoned at they all. Don't. They, they don't. <laughs> um, another thing I bought. Uh, you said pandemic purchases don't count. Do college purchases count? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Well, I want to hear now. So yes. Okay. So I got my refund check, and I know a lot of fellas that's out there mm. listening to this right now. They're gonna feel me on this. I got my yes. refund check back to school, and you know I was going through a little drought. And, you know, still kind of, you know, <laughs> falling out of a relationship that I was really deeply in. And so I ended up buying me a male sex toy to get me through some time, you know, some oh hard times. My God. Are you hey, we're serious? Are, we're, we're authentic and transparent in here, aren't we? <laughs> it's, a, it's a judgment free zone, right? <laughs> what is a male sex toy? Like a blow up doll? No, it wasn't a blow up doll. It was called Oh, but a, it's uh, like a. It's a, a pocket. pocket. Hey, that thing Question got me though, through college. Was it effective? Oh, it's very effective. It got me through college without having any babies. <laughs> you know what? Okay, there we go. I like that. I like that. Did you keep it clean and sanitized? Of course, you got to keep it clean and sanitized because you don't want the you don't want the, the texture to disappear. Mm, yeah, you got to make right, sure you take care of it. <laughs> Yo, I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> Well, okay, the last thing that I could, the last crazy thing that I spent money on was um, bailing a man out of jail. Who really actually like got his butt put there. And I just was duped by his best friend who was like, yeah, we need some, we need some money to get him out. And then I was like, okay, she was like, that's all you gonna give? And I was like, I know people listening right now are like, that don't sound like his best friend. That sound like somebody. No, trust me. She was. She is uh, not in the um, penis business, but she definitely <laughs> was in the uh, hit a lick business and they definitely hit a lick on the man of seals. So wow. there's that. They had that plan. I think so. I think so. I don't even know if you Damn, Amanda. Damn. Lessons learned. Lessons learned. <laughs> I talk about all this on stage. So if you want to come to an Amanda Seal show. By the way, my show in LA just sold out. So I'll, I'll let y'all know when I have another one. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Stick around. We got more for you right here at the Amanda Seal show. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, how wild was that right there? <laughs> I'm so y'all missed a good one right just now. now. You're going to have to go listen to the podcast to find out what we was just talking about. But we got a caller coming up, right? Yeah, we're going to check in right now at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Let's hear from a caller who's responding to that Cardi B 50-50 story we were just talking about. 
Hey, Amanda. I'm Sequoia. I agree with you in regards to Aunt Cardi B in regards to the 50-50. If we are, you know, both capable of working and doing what we have to do, then, yeah, we should be helping each other out to get what we need to go to lighten the load. That's it. I think there's a maturity that's required for that, too. Right. Like you have to be able to have the maturity of understanding like that in that partnership, there's going to be roles that your partner takes on because they're also just like better at it. And sometimes that might be outside of like the traditional, quote unquote, gender roles. Like I think the traditional gender roles say that like the man has to be the planner. Right. He's got to have the vision for for the future for everybody. Um, Some men just aren't good at that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we're going to end up talking about this conversation a little bit longer because I just saw Michelle Obama just said something kind of different from the 50 50 stance that um, Cardi B and we are thinking is. No, she was saying something different. She was talking about 50-50, meaning like the energy that you're giving to the relationship and how sometimes that balance is shifting. Cardi was saying like, if we're giving 50-50 and our money is both in it 50-50, then both of us are a part of that financial conversation. And it's not a scenario where, you know, if we can both give 50-50, why are you expecting one person to then give more? And then you want to still run the show. You know what I mean? So that's that's what Cardi was talking about. She was specifically talking about finances. But I hear Michelle Obama. I hear Michelle Obama. And I hear you, Sequoia. So thank you for hearing us and giving us a ring. And further affirming me and Cardi, all right? 1-855-262-6328. Hit us up with your thoughts, all right? Are you down with the 50-50 monies in a relationship? And if you are, what are the rules of engagement, all right? What are the rules of engagement? Also, make sure you follow us on all socials at Seals Said It. Tell a friend about what we got got going on over here because they're going to probably have some two cents that they want to add to the conversation, too. When we come back, we got more Black Earth News and I'm going to be giving out my big up and let down for the day. You don't want to miss it, so stick around to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Uh, we ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the starting their day off right well you did so by listening to us right here so good job to you what am i saying good job to you who even talks like that good job on you who talks like that someone who's been watching the uh i'm amanda seals big ups to my homeboy dj nails what we got coming up this hour we're gonna get into some black news some crazy lady in georgia who happens to also be a congresswoman mm-hmm. marjorie taylor green over the weekend mm-hmm. she said that she if she if she was the one who planned january 6th they would have won. She also added that they would have been armed. So we're going to play that audio and give our little two cents on why that's a freaking problem. What else has got going on? Well, unfortunately, we got some sad news for T. Turner. Um, she just lost another son. Um, the one she shared with Ike Turner. Oh, man. So she has outlived both of her children. Wow. We're going to talk about that. Yep. All right. What else we got going on? And when social media costs you your livelihood, a group of maternity nurses, they posted a photo. Actually, it was a whole video on TikTok and Instagram disrespecting patients and they lost their jobs because of it. Yeah. So we're going to play you some of the audio and I want to hear from you guys. Do you think they should have lost their jobs or was that too extreme of a punishment? We also got our big up and our let down. So I'm going to hand out some props and I'm going to dish out some blows. So find out who is going to be the recipient of those today when you stick around right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And you can follow us on social media at Seals Said It. Listen, laugh, and learn, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. We are here at the Amanda Seals Show, and we've got some Black Year at News for you. Start it off, Nails. 
Well, we got this uh, congresswoman who happens to be a crazy woman from mm-hmm. Georgia. We all know her. She's always in the headlines for saying something crazy. This is nothing different. This is actually treasonous here. Over mm-hmm. the weekend, she was speaking and she said had she planned January 6th, they would have won and they would have been armed. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just hear Marjorie Taylor Idiot Green in her own words. Then January 6th happens and next thing you know, I organized the whole thing along with Steve Bannon here. And I want to tell you something, if Steve Bannon and I had organized that, we would have won. Not to mention, they would have been armed. And there you have it. What a classy gal. Out to dinner. Referencing Steve Bannon, who, by the way, should be locked up. And I just find it bonkers, benoodles, and honestly, really disconcerting that she can just speak this freely about this. Right? That's what I was going to say. How is this even legal? How is how is other leaders in her party not speaking up and speaking out about this? How are the, her, their constituents who claim they love America so much? How are they not speaking up and speaking out about this? This lady is literally a sitting congresswoman mm-hmm. saying that she would have won a coup. And this is also the same person who during her uh, debate was absolutely out loud saying that she was a victim of this, that she was not part of, the, of planning the coup, that she was a victim and that she she will not allow anyone to make her as an accomplice in this. And we all know that she is. I mean, there's video of her literally saying on January 6th, we're going to come out here and we're going to do it. But this is her trying yep. to act like she's not really, a, she wasn't really a part of it when she absolutely was. Five police officers who served at the Capitol on January 6th died, okay? Following the attack and 140 others were injured. This riot, this insurrection was real. It really happened. And I don't know why she gets to just prounce, prounce around and talk about it mad casually as if it was okay and still hold office you are literally upholding treason as a basically as a tenant that you get behind how that's allowed i'm not saying that it's even i'm not saying it's criminal but it definitely should mean that you shouldn't get to hold office that's just my thoughts um So, anywho, Nuts. there's there's her being her, and uh, she issued a statement in response to the criticism about this and said, the White House needs to learn how sarcasm works. My comments were making fun of Joe Biden and the Democrats, who have continuously made me a political target since January 6th. Ma'am, what are you talking about? That has nothing to do with even what you said. I can't, You know what? You know what's happening right now, Nails? We are trying to rationalize an irrational person, and we can't do that. Because then we get yeah, pulled in the yeah. tornado and we got to step out the storm. But Next can I, story. Oh, I just want to point out that you nailed the, uh, the, the uh, her impression. Like, <laughs> the that, that was on point. Green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. On the next story, some sad news um, coming out of Tina Turner's camp. She just lost another son. And this happens to be the one that she shared with legendary Ike Turner. Yeah. I mean, I think that we we, we really have her frozen in time. But, you know, she's she's gone on and lived a, a full life. And Ronnie, her son, was 62. And he was married to French singer Afida Turner, who confirmed her husband's death in an Instagram post and called him a true angel and her best friend. Now, now Tina, who is 83, she had two biological kids uh, with Ike. And then she also adopted two of Ike's children, to my understanding. Or no, she had two biological children. One of them was with Ike. One was with her new husband. And she had adopted two mm-hmm. of Ike's children. And she uh, put on uh, a statement about her son's passing and said, Ronnie, you left the world far too early. In sorrow, I close my eyes and think of you, my beloved son. Now, again, we don't know why he passed or how he passed, but just wanted to share that with our listeners this morning. Now, um, this man, Ronnie, lost his life and several Atlanta nurses lost their jobs after posting a TikTok video. And we're going to play it for you. And I want to get your thoughts on if they being like over the top and should have lost their jobs or... If maybe the hospital was being a little bit extra. Stick around right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. My name is Amanda Seals. And I am DJ Nails. Happy Taco Tuesday. Now, Nails, P 
people be doing too much on social media. We have talked about this <laughs> in the past. And some nurses in Atlanta clearly have also fallen prey to the doing too much for the gram. So these nurses did a viral video, which was, you know, very disrespectful of patients. They listed their labor. So these were labor and delivery nurses. OK, so they're delivering babies and they listed their labor and delivery Icks. So basically like the things that like they don't like. Let's take a listen. Is when you come in for your induction, talking about, can I take a shower and eat? What? My ick is when you ask me how much the baby weighs and it's still and it's still in your hands. <laughs> Dad comes outside and asks for a paternity test right outside the room door. Saying you don't want any pain medicine, no epidural, but you are at an eight out of 10 pain just to serve a deal and you're still closed, fingertip. Well, we've already told you to push the call light, but every five minutes, your excuse family me, member coming at the front desk, asking for something else. Excuse me, can I have a blanket? <laughs> Another egg. When you're going room to room between one baby mama and your other baby mama. Oh, no. Egg. <laughs> See that. It's the unlimited trips to the nurse's station for me. So they put out this video it went all around the internet and they lost their jobs. They lost their jobs after posting it to TikTok. And, um, you know, listen, the ick is supposed to be like little habits, like little idiosyncrasies and behaviors that, you know, bother people. I think in their minds, they were just kind of venting about the job. But in healthcare, if you're venting about the job, you're venting about your patients. And the healthcare space is ideally supposed to be a safe space, right? And Emory is the, supposed to be the bougie hospital in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that they, again, should have left this in the group chat because it really went far and it went so far that it not only got them fired, but it triggered folks who saw the video. And so let's let's take a look. Let's take a listen to someone who who has a response. Have you seen the video going around of the labor and delivery nurses giving their eggs? That is the hospital that I almost gave birth at. That second oh. nurse, karma's a bitch. I would never, I would never forget your face. My son will never forget your face. You was there. When we asked so many questions on how my son passed away and you played it off. Y'all all played it off. And two of y'all in that video. And karma is a bitch. Two down, three to go. Y'all are finally being held accountable. Like, it's so much that y'all did wrong. Yeah. And, yeah, it's time for me to take that next step. Because this just pushed me. Oh, I was willing to forgive and move on. But that video right there, y'all energy, it's so much y'all did. You see? You see? Now, here's the thing. My mother is a retired registered nurse. Nursing is a very difficult field, right? It's a very difficult profession. You know, you're dealing with a lot of people. You're also dealing with people in pain, dealing with people in high pressure, high anxiety situations. It's definitely not easy. So I can understand why some nurses would want to vent and get off their chest their frustrations. But the thing about it is that when it is reflected in your work, right? Mm. That's when we get into a whole other thing. Now, my question to you all is, do you think they should have been fired or do you think there should have just been a disciplinary action? Now, when we have this last caller who's letting us know that there was actually like greater errors that these people have made that affected the mortality of a child, it lets us know that this little thing that they did, this is like minor. But I want to hear from people because I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, they should have just gotten suspended, but not necessarily losing their job over a social media video. What do you think, Nails? Oh, I think uh, now that I'm hearing this before I, I before the second audio we played, I was like, uh, that might have did it a little too far because it's not like the women went on there and said they said actual patient's name. You know what I mean? Because right. it's like violating HIPAA law. I think that's what mm -hmm. it's called. Mm -hmm. They didn't say anybody specific. They were just saying, you know, little things that get on their nerves. But now hearing that second woman and hearing the pain in her voice and hearing that she lost a son and the women, two of the women that was responsible mm -hmm. or around and worked in the, that just hit me. That just hit me. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of folks listening that have had their own experiences in labor and delivery. I know a lot of friends that have had a tough time. So I want to hear from you all. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming back, we got the big up let down. Don't go nowhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Happy Taco Tuesday. It's Nails right here. And that is Amanda Seals, who's about to give you a feature, The Big Up Let Down. That is right. It is time to get into it. Today's is going to everybody that was at that theater in San Francisco who booed Elon Musk. Here's the audio. That's what it sounds like. And that's what it's supposed to sound like because he's one of the worst. Okay. Then he like gets on Twitter and says, technically it was 90% cheers and 10% booze, but still that's a lot of booze. Cut it out. Okay. Cut it out. Now I'm not really sure. I don't know why Dave brought him up on the stage. I'm not sure what the point of that was. And after he got off the stage, Dave said, it sounds like the people who booed are the people who lost their jobs. I, yeah. So Mm. Elon Mm. is, the trash of the time along with Kanye. And I want to shout out all the folks who were out there using their vocal cords and getting them booze out from the diaphragm. Boo! <laughs> and let's get into our let down. Oh, it's a sad day today. I wish I had like a sad violin to play. So one of the nation's most well-known and legendary comedy clubs, the, uh, the Caroline's on Broadway Club, is closing. And for comedians, this is like a really, really seminal place. Like everybody wants to get a headline spot at Caroline's. Now, my first time headlining Caroline's, which is in Times Square in New York, was in... February of 2018. And I got to tell you, I ended up selling out all my shows. I did five shows and I sold out all my shows. And I remember walking out after and being like, I made it. And it really felt like the whole New York, New York of it all. If you could make it here, you could make it anywhere. And then it was like, it was doing Caroline's that made me feel that way because you would always walk by Caroline's. They always had these like uniform style posters of like who's headlining and you would see such incredible names. I remember seeing Paul Mooney headline at Caroline's. The man did three and a half hours, y'all. I had to leave after hour two. I was like, I got to get back up, get, get back up town. I got to get back up town. And so it really is a sad day to see Caroline's going. And the reason they're leaving is because the rent went too high. The rent went too high. The venue had a 10-year lease. Uh. The landlord felt they could get a lot more for the space. Now, I bet you it's going to turn into some type of like Skittles mega warehouse, etc. So New Year's Eve will be the last night at Caroline's. I wish I could be there. And um, it's really just, it's really it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So shout out to owner Caroline Hurst. She said, this is heart stabbing for me. I love my staff. I love my comedians. I'm on to something new. She's looking for possibly like an expansion of the Caroline's brand, possibly including the New York comedy festival. And, uh, I, I mean, I did my last headlining at Caroline's February of 2020, right before the pandemic. Mm. And I sold out all them shows too. <laughs> I got a question. Can you name some of the uh, other like major uh, le- legendary comedians that have performed there as well? Everybody. Everybody has really? performed at Caroline's. Everybody. Yeah. Damn. Everybody. I mean, I'm sure even Seinfeld has performed at Caroline's. Like Dave, wow. Chris, everybody. Caroline's also a spot you would come through and like get up. You know, you, may, you just surprise folks. Like it just is a real legendary comedy spot in New York. And because of its location in Times Square, you got a lot of folks that come through, tourists that come through. And it really is just a sad day to see it closing because it's such a staple. And as a comic, I got to tell you, I was thinking about when I was going to do Caroline's next. Well, that ain't happening. So shout out to everybody who has done their time on the stage at Caroline's and who has come through and watched us do our time on stage at Caroline's. We appreciate your support. And thank you to Caroline Hirsch for building up such a dope space. Uh, We will come back because we're building a dope space right here at the Amanda Seals Show. And we got to talk to Wakala. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Good morning. 
we have a caller on the line, Nails. And Uh-oh. to my knowledge, she's serving up some tea. Oh, boy. On <laughs> Diddy. Ooh. Oh. Take that, take that, take that. Let's check it out. Now, I'm calling to tell you the tea that I got on Diddy. I know it's all subject about the polyamorous, but baby, I heard the Asian woman that um, was married and the baby is two months old. That's why um, they're just announcing it because I think they got a paternity test or whatever. And I think Miami has been new about the baby situation, possible baby, and they got the blood test and everything. Diddy, wrap it up. Feel it tight and tuck it underneath your balls or something because you're doing too much. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Nails, can you confirm our caller T? Can you confirm it? <laughs> yes, I can confirm. Yes. <laughs> yes. This baby was not just born. This baby's a couple months old. Uh, apparently, she was born in uh, October in, in Newport Beach over in Cali. And Diddy is listed as the dad. It's actually a 28 year old uh, chick. I think, I think her name is Dana, Dana Tran. Oh, she Asian. And yeah, she is an Asian woman. Trans yep. Asian. The- she is Asian. <laughs> All right. How's yeah. like an Asian? This is wild right here, though. <laughs> it's I mean, listen, TMZ confirmed it, so it is what it is. I'm I'm with her. I think Young Miami knew about all of this, and she's just riding along. But uh, a, a new life has come to the world. I'm sure. I'm sure she knew about it. I'm sure Diddy said, "Hey, I got to tell you something." And he does the confession thing. I mean, it takes nine months for a baby to like come into the world, and I don't really feel like her and him been there for a long time. So, anywho, <laughs> it's the tea. When we come back, we're gonna take you back around the world, and this sister in the UK has had enough of people telling black people how to react to racism. Plus, we got reality star Akbar V, who says God told her it's okay to be the side chick. <laughs> Who's she talking to? We'll dig into all this mess when we come back to Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Show your girl, your favorite funny girl and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals here, joined by Jay Nails. It's time for some blackerate news this hour. A teacher is fired after disrupting Muslim students praying and calling it magic. What what in the are we talking about? <laughs> Plus, DC is an expensive place to live. A lot of people know this listening to the show because they listen on the podcast. But an incoming congressman who's 25 years old, Maxwell Frost, he was denied an apartment in DC. It's really crazy. And this is not new. We're going to talk about it because I, I want to talk about AOC with this as well. And last hour, you teased it a little bit, but uh, we're going to jump into it. A reality show star, she said God chose her husband, even though he has a girlfriend. And she has to be the side chick, and God's okay with this arrangement since they're not married. Oh, oh that's fascinating. Mm, I'm curious to find out who she's talking to, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's not God. Okay, so we're going to do that, and we're going to take you black around the world. You know, I love to open up our consciousness and just talk about what's going on in the diaspora, so we're going to get into that right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Give us a call, one 855 amanda 8 that's one 855 Listen, laugh, and learn, y'all. It's my show, The Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. Good morning to you. This is The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by... Jay Nails. We up, we up, we up. Let's get into this black news, Amanda. And I hate that this happened in Florida, of course. A teacher in Florida fired after disrupting Muslim students praying and calling it magic. I just feel like this is very of the times, particularly in Florida, where the idea of being different has become just so... Uh, 
commonplace in as a, in, a, in reason for attack. So the video was posted on Thursday. It was liked over 880,000 times. And it shows three Franklin Academy Muslim students. They were performing a prayer as one of them cites the Surah Atin from the Quran. I think that's the Bismillah 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 Rahim Alhamdulillah And yeah, y'all know I dated a Philly dude. That's how I know that. Um, yeah. They they were on the floor in prostration, and the teacher comes through and is like, "Hold on, this is my office, and y'all doing all this magic." Now she walks through like on their prayer mats while she's doing this, and the thing about it is that. She could have just as easily like been like, what's going on here? And like ask and close the door and let them finish. Right. I understand Mm -hmm. that she may have been very surprised that they were in her office doing this. But I also wonder like why she didn't know that they were told that they could be in her office praying. And uh, it's not clear at this time what that reason is. But in a statement about the incident, Franklin Academy said they were made aware of a very of a very troubling TikTok video. They do not tolerate discriminatory behavior in any form. While we do not discuss personnel matters, we can share that the teacher in question is no longer a member of the Franklin Academy staff. Yeah. Good. So Good. she has been removed. And... Uh, you know, it's just it's not OK. And particularly in a place like Florida, where they want to ostracize people for being a part of the LGBTQA plus community. They want to ostracize people for being, quote unquote, woke. All these mm-hmm. things. No, cut it out. And I'm glad Franklin Academy said you need to cut it. <laughs> you pulled out the sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of Florida. I want to use this opportunity to shout out this man, Maxwell Frost, 25-year-old Gen Z, first ever Gen Z member of Congress. Well, obviously, when you get elected to Congress, you got to move to D.C. and get an apartment, right? That's what Maxwell tried to do. And he got denied in D.C. Well, listen, he said that he put in the application. He said, my credit is bad. They told him it's all good. And then he got refused the apartment. And he said his credit is bad. Because when he was running for office, he ran up credit cards. And listen, the thing about this whole going to the city and going to D.C. and getting an apartment is that you have to be of a certain level of financial security or else you're going to run into this. AOC had the same situation and you're not allowed to get help from anyone because you're not allowed to take quote unquote gifts. Like I had spoken to a contact for AOC and I was like, listen, I'll co-sign for her. Um, And then a friend of mine actually owns a home in DC and she was like, I'll offer up my home for her. And we weren't allowed to help her because they said it was considered taking gifts. And so many people in these positions get to these positions, not because they're qualified, but because they got the money to do that. And so by the time that they have to come to DC, they have the money to be able to find a place or they have several homes, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, Frost said that last year he was houseless for a month in Orlando because he was priced out of his home and couldn't find affordable rent. So this is a much bigger problem. I don't know why they don't have dorms. I mean, something. How is this still like an issue? But Joe Manchin lives on a yacht in D.C. Just so we can get perspective. And of course, that's how he pays for that yacht is by switch siding from the Democratic Party that he supposedly was elected to be a part of. But (laughs) that's another conversation for another time. (laughs) Now, coming up, we got love and hip hop castmate Akbar V, who says that God basically told her it's okay to be a side chick as long as he is not married. We shall discuss. (laughs) Stick around right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's waking up on the right side of things because you are on the right side of the dial if you are listening to us here at the Amanda Seals Show. And shout out to everybody who's joining us from the podcast side of things. You can check it out every day. The Amanda Seals Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Nails. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this because I'm ready to hear what you got to say about it. So Love & Hip Hop Atlanta castmate Akbar V, she says that God told her in a dream who her husband was, right? This man was in a relationship, but not married. She asked her pastor for advice and she's currently with this man, even though he has another relationship. And it's not a problem because 
God only protects marriages. He's throwing up air quotes. Let me hear the audio. Yeah. Let me hear the audio. God showed me that this guy is my husband, right? This guy's in a relationship, but he's not married. And I asked my pastor, I said, Pastor, God showed me that this guy was my husband in the dream. And my pastor said, well, if God showed you that, that means that's your husband. Mm -hmm. And if you try to be with anybody else, it ain't going to work. And that is surrendering to God. I can't go be in another relationship or this relationship or that relationship. It's not going to work because God already chose this person for me. Even though he's in a relationship, right? But he's not married. God honor marriages. Stop it. Not boyfriend and girlfriend. Just cut it. We don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> Y'all love. What is with folks just using God to like get them over the hump of their BS? Leave him out of it. God is like, how I get in it? Ma'am. What do you think, Nails? I know. I, I'm going to tell you my thoughts after you say what you think. Follow God's lead. <laughs> Y'all, don't listen to Nails, all right? Don't listen to Nails and don't listen to no God that tell you you, you need to go be a side piece, all right? <laughs> I do believe that this is really just a very clever story uh, storyline for another season of Love and mm. Hip Hop. She's trying, to, she's trying to make sure that she gets screen time. And this is so ridiculous and nonsensical that she will absolutely get screen time because this right here fits perfectly into the mayhem of these types of shows ma'am i hope by the end of the season i, don't, I was gonna say jesus takes the wheel but if, if that's who you're listening to then i hope he lets go the wheel i mean <laughs> ah, man what's going on in atlanta we just had a, a pastor the other day talking about i want to sell weed at the church listen all right uh, i mean are they gonna sell edibles at the bake sale I don't know. I don't know. Coming up next, man, we're going to take you black around the world, y'all. We got this royal family, Meghan Markle, disrespect. We got a UK BLM organizer who had enough of media positioning how black folks should feel about racism. Plus, a major European country claims that they're going to apologize and also possibly put some dollars behind the part they played in slavery. So we're going to tell you where that country is and what they plan to do. And you're going to hear it all next. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals is taking you black. Around the world. All around the world. All around the world. Amanda Seals Show. All right, y'all. We are back right here at the Amanda Seals Show, and it is time to go black around the world. Let's talk about folks that are black that are not in America, because there are plenty. We're going to head on over to England first. Dun, 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 dun. Wait, no, that's American still. God save all gracious queen. There we go. All right. So. A Black Lives Matter organizer went on a major UK network to discuss the recent racist incident with Lady Susan Hussey. The fact that her name is Susan Hussey, the Hussey part just be cracking me up. But this whole situation that had went down with organizer Ngozi Fulani was being discussed. And the woman who was talking was like trying to really be patient about schooling the white anchors about what racism was. And they just was not trying to hear her. And finally, as what always happens, she broke on them and people lead with counselling is because many people, including myself from the black community, what I've had to do, many others, I've had to sit patiently, okay, and I've had to watch white people dictate to black people what racism is. You cannot tell me, as a black woman, what racism is. You cannot tell me what, uh, what racism is. I am here to tell you, just like Megan with her documentary, she's had to sit and listen to everyone tell her what her reality is. So you know what, now it's time for her to speak. And just like with black people, you cannot come along and tell me what racism is. I am here to tell you. And the reason why, let me just make it clear for you, she who feels knows it more. African proverb. Please remember that. It will do you justice. I hate that it always has to get to this point when we're trying yeah. to describe, like, and tell people how racism is. Like, stop telling us how to feel about racism or just even trying to tell us what racism is learn and then don't do it all right now speaking of folks who may perhaps possibly be learning the king of the netherlands says that he plans i, I love that we have to hear that he's planning he plans to apologize <laughs> for his country's role in colonialism and slavery and apparently they're going to formally apologize for its role in 250 years of slavery and the move is causing a split in the country because some critics are calling it complete nonsense. Of course they are. 
Of course they are. But the prime minister will deliver a public message on December 19th that will aim to do justice to the meaning and experience of past slavery. Now, if you're like me, you're like, well, I don't need an apology. We need a reparation. Yes. And pressure has been growing for the national government to take action. And apparently they are going to set aside a significant amount of money to putting towards getting to the real bottom of the real involvement of the Netherlands in slavery with the goal of then handing out some reparations. So there's a lot that has to happen. Okay. A lot that has to happen. And Linda Newtmere, chair of NINSI, the Dutch Institute for the Study of Slavery, said an apology was welcome, but was only the start in addressing inequality investing in fair chances for ethnic minorities and disadvantaged communities. And while they're at it, they can stop doing the Black Pete celebration during Christmas where they have people dress up in blackface. So, (laughs) you know, they can get that done. Okay, some traditions need to actually end because they are hurtful. So any thoughts, Nails? Yeah, I don't think it's a genuine apology. If you got to tell people that you're planning an apology, I think you should just flat out just come out and say it. You don't have to plan a a royal thing or a whole lavish apology. Just give it to us. I mean, I guess they kind of do. I mean, it's like it's a part of the whole pomp and circumstance, the the, the pomp, (laughs) the circumstance, the politics of it all. I think there's something to be said for just the reality that like they want as many people to know that it's going to happen so they can pay attention. I, I don't know. But they said they plan to give 210 million to fund and raise awareness about the history of slavery in the country, which I think is really fascinating because we live in a country where they're trying to do everything in their power to not address the history of racism and all of the domino effects that have come with it. So if anything, I'd like to say that this is a, a move in the right direction and hopefully can have a global repercussion. Stick around right here. We got more coming up for you. Give me a call. 1-855-262-6328. We got a caller coming up who's got a comment about the man who was caught cheating and his name wasn't on the lease. <laughs> and I want to hear from anybody who is black around the world because Nails, you know, we are a podcast that is aired globally. Mm-hmm. So if you are black around the world and you want to share with us something you got going on in your black diaspora, wherever you are, make sure to hit us up. 1-855-262-6328. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show on this Taco Tuesday. We already gave you the phone number. Matter of fact, let's go to the phone lines right now for this caller who uh, has a comment on the topic we were talking about, the man who got caught cheating and got kicked out of the house. Man, look, anywhere I stay, I'm the first name on any lease. It's funny because the relationship that I'm in, when we first started, the mother was asking her, like, is your name on the lease? Is the Pico building your name? Is this in your name? I guess that was to see if I was using her. And she turned around and she was like, he's first on the lease. Pico is in his name. Water's in his name. Cable is in his name. So, old boy is like, oh, if it's not in your name, don't cheat. My whole thing is this. Get something in your name. Be responsible. Right there, that just lets me know that that's the kind of that he don't value enough. He's willing to live off of somebody else and stay up under somebody else. Interesting take. Um, I think that it's, it is true that he is willing to, well, I guess that he's leaving off the part that like he was on the lease, he wasn't on the lease, but the guy was like paying all the bills. So he just felt, even if my name isn't on the lease, I'm contributing financially to the home. How can you kick me out if you caught me cheating? Because I'm doing my part at the end of the day. Yes, you're contributing, but your name is not on the legal paperwork. So she's Mm going to get you done. And now the money that she saved while you were contributing, now she can contribute herself. Uh, again, names on leases, et cetera, et cetera. It can, you, you know, it can go many ways, but always just make sure that one, you're good because it doesn't always end this way because you did something wrong, right? Sometimes it ends this mm-hmm. way because there's something abusive or sometimes it's just, it's just, it's not working and you want to be able to go and not be stuck in the scenario. But ultimately relationships are very complex. And I think that we, when we add finances, et cetera, it gets more difficult. What do you think, Nels? I agree. It sounds like that brother got his, uh, his stuff together. However, mm-hmm. this goes back to what we were saying with the Cardi B situation. If you go 50-50, if something goes wrong or you don't want to be there no more, you could just up and leave and you already have your own. Yep. So, you know, 
It takes a village, but make sure you got your own hut. All right. <laughs> Listen, laugh, and learn with us. We're going to still be here when you get back, so don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. Hope you're driving into work, and it's a safe drive and a happy drive. And if you're just listening to us on the podcast, I hope you're having a nice, peaceful time. Um, because it's about to turn up. <laughs> with this little story here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Nails, take us into the Tory Lane's Megan the Stallion courtroom. Ooh, as you said, this tea is sweet right here and stirred, man. Yesterday, they kicked off the Tory Lane's trial for the alleged shooting of Megan the Stallion. They were throwing around all kinds of tea and gossip. Check this out. This is according to the defense. Kylie Jenner goes to Megan the Stallion and says, it's time for you to leave. They all leave. The defense's point is what happens in the car is this. Tori questions Kelsey. Hey, Kelsey, why are you backing up Meg for me trying to, you know, get it on with Kylie Jenner? Meg has been snaking men from you your whole life. I hooked up with you, Kelsey. And then Meg went behind your back and hooked up with me. And Kelsey, this is not the first time. You have been hooking up with Ben Simmons. Meg went behind your back and hooked up with Ben Simmons. You have been hooking up with the baby. Meg went behind your back and hooked up with the baby. And so the defense starts dropping all these grenades. The crowd is captivated. The jury's like, oh, what's going on? What in wow. the What in the love and hip hop courtroom is this? This doesn't even sound real. This does not even sound real. They brought in a they brought in a, a Kardashian. Ben Simmons apparently said, nah. He denied the box. He was like, I did not partake in those situations. So it's a lot going on. Tori is said to have fired a gun at Megan the Stallion, instructing her to dance B, and that that is how she incurred injuries in her feet. But as we all know, this story is like, very all over the place, you know, and some people think Megan's lying and some people feel like she's telling the truth. And it's a lot to be unpacked in this courtroom. So we're going to keep you all up to date as much as we can. Uh, but Tori says they were at a Kylie Jenner pool party. Things went south. Meg was asked to leave. And then things got real ugly in the car. So I'm just picturing I'm just picturing Kylie Jenner telling Megan Thee Stallion, looking up, telling Megan Thee Stallion to leave. It's time for <laughs> you to go. It's time for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is exactly which, which are the, the which are the best words that Brittany Griner could have heard when she was in prison in Russia. It's time for you to go. And they yep. sent her right back on over here to the United States. What's she up to? Well, apparently she is talking about going back and being on the court, but not for the WNBA. She was seen out playing basketball, you know, warming up, working out, but She's not sure she wants to go back on the court for the WNBA. Wasn't she playing ball over there? Um, she was headed over there to play ball on the offseason right. for WNBA. Okay, okay, okay. So, I mean, listen, her workout was light, but apparently she was banging it on the rim, okay? She was still, after 10 months off the court, she was still up there dunking. And uh, her agent says if she wants to play, it will be for her to share. She has the holidays to rest and decide what's next without any pressure. She's doing really, really well. She seems to have endured this in pretty incredible ways. So she was getting paid like one million in Russia, which is like ten times more than she was getting paid here at the WNBA. Lot. It is a lot. That is a lot. It is a lot. But you know what else is a lot? That Megan the Stallion courtroom story is a lot. And I can't <laughs> get it out of my head. <laughs> It feels like we're in Harlem Nights. Oh, you want to shoot people in the pinky toe. Aye, aye, aye. All right. Anywho, when we come back, we're going to talk about this Atlanta mega pastor, Jamal Bryant, who wants to use the land owned by his church to grow and sell weed. And he says to recruit more black men to the church. Yeah, I know. That'll do opinions it. On it. <laughs> That'll you do know it. I got opinions on it. So make sure you stick around right here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. We wrapping things up right here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And DJ Nails, I have a question for you. Did you get a package today? Uh, I haven't been home to check on my packages yet. Uh, okay. Don't open it. Well 
Okay, don't open it till Christmas. All right. So if you received a package, and you don't know where it came from. It came from me and don't open it till Christmas. Oh, oh you said stuff to me. <laughs> Damn, now it's going to be burning my hand. I need to figure out what's in it now. I'm going to be shaking it around and everything. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who's joining us here at the Amanda Seals show. Coming up on Wednesday's show, we got a woman who shared that her boyfriend told her to lose a certain amount of weight and he would marry her. We're also going to discuss all the latest Blackheart news, the big up let down. But before we get to tomorrow, I want to talk to a caller who uh, has a question for us real quick before we get out of here. What's up? Hi, my name is uh, Michael. I wanted to know about um, your podcast and how do I find it? Every time I type it in, it does not come out right. And I really enjoy your show. Thank you. I mean, to my understanding, you just type in the Amanda Seals show and the podcast should come up. Nails is trying it right now in real time. I'm actually doing it right now. Yep. I'm looking it up. up? I just went to podcast on my iPhone and I'm going to type in the search bar, the Amanda Seals show. And I tapped it right there. It auto filled for me and everything. Boom. Right there on your screen. The Amanda Seals show. We up. We up. We up. Is that an Apple uh, Apple iPods or is that Apple iPods? Yeah, this is an Apple. Apple Podcast. All right, so I'm not sure. I wonder if it's uh, the same in Spotify. Uh, let me give it a whirly durly. Let's see. Whirly durly. She's giving it a Amanda. whirly Nope, it shows up. The Amanda Seal Show. Yeah. So maybe you're spelling my last name wrong. S-E-A-L-E-S. But The Amanda Seal Show in your search engine for all your podcasts. And you can check out The Amanda Seal Show on your podcast. So for all of my people. Oh, also Audible. Aha. So you got Spotify. You got Apple. You got Audible. You got Stitcher. So make sure you check it out. We'll see you all tomorrow. Hope your Tuesday ends well. And hope your hump day starts even better by joining it with us here at The Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business, y'all. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.